This is Dr. Dave, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about the spiritual law of silence. My wife swears that I have a hearing problem. She has even suggested that I get my hearing tested. And I understand why she feels that way. Sometimes she talks to me and I don't hear a word that she says. But there's nothing wrong with my hearing. My ears are perfect. The problem is that I'm not listening. My hearing is fine, but my listening leaves a lot to be desired. When my mind is somewhere else, it would take an earthquake measuring eight on the Richter scale to get my attention. When I'm sitting in my easy chair, thinking about sailing on the ocean of my dreams, I'm in another world. Don't bother talking to me unless I'm in your world. You're wasting your time. Sometimes I do the same thing with God. I don't listen to what he has to say. When I don't listen to my wife, I usually don't blame the lack of communication on her. I blame it on myself. When I don't listen to God, sometimes I blame it on him. I point my accusing finger at him and complain that he should speak up and make himself heard. I'm lucky that God is patient with me. If he wasn't, I would have had my ears vaporized as he thundered his message in my ears. Blaming God for my poor hearing is a mistake that I don't want to make. When I can't hear God speak, it's because I'm not listening. Hearing God's voice isn't that difficult. All I need to do is remember the spiritual law of silence. The spiritual law of silence states, God speaks all the time, but the only way to hear him is to become silent and listen. That's why the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. If you can't hear God speak, the problem isn't God. The problem is you. God speaks all the time, but you aren't listening. You spend such a small amount of time listening that you might as well be deaf as far as God's voice is concerned. The Old Testament of the Bible tells an enlightening story about God's voice. Thousands of years ago, there was a prophet of the Lord named Elijah. This prophet spoke out at a time when Baal worship was entrenched in Israel. Baal was a Canaanite god, and Elijah's attack on Baal worship was unpopular, and it nearly cost him his life. At that time, being a prophet of the Lord was risky business. Although he remained faithful to God, he became discouraged when evil Queen Jezebel sought to kill him. He fled into the desert and eventually hid in a cave on Mount Horeb. God came to him in the cave and asked him what he was doing hiding there. Elijah said, The children of Israel have forsaken your covenant. They have thrown down your altars and slain your prophets with the sword. And I, even I, only am left, and they seek my life to take it away. Elijah was feeling pretty low. He definitely wasn't practicing God's presence. The Lord needed to remind Elijah of his presence and power. He said, Go forth and stand upon the mountain before the Lord. Then the scripture says, And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. On Mount Horeb, God made a little bang that echoed the big bang that happened when he created the universe. 
Elijah stood on the mountain before the Lord, and the Lord passed by. First there was a strong wind blowing so hard that rocks were picked up and thrown against the mountain where they were smashed in pieces. But the Lord wasn't in the wind. Next there was an earthquake that made the whole mountain tremble. But the Lord wasn't in the earthquake. After the earthquake there was a fire, but the Lord wasn't in the fire. And after the fire there was a still small voice. In the thousands of years since that time, God hasn't changed, and he still speaks to everyone in the same manner. His voice of love is ever-present, and you will hear it if you become silent and listen. At the beginning of time, God spoke, and the Big Bang happened in an incomprehensible display of power. When Elijah stood on Mount Horeb in the presence of God, there was another awesome display of his power. Nevertheless, God was not in the little bang on Mount Horeb. God showed himself to Elijah in a still, small voice. God's big bang and little bang remind you of his awesome power. God's small voice reminds you of his love. God is still in business, and he will pour love into your heart and mind if you stop what you're doing and listen to what he has to say. God speaks all the time, but you won't be able to hear him unless you become silent and listen. Don't let the white sound of the 21st century drown him out. Find a place of quietness where you can listen to his voice and practice his presence. Simon and Garfunkel performed a song that started with the words, Hello, silence, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Those words hit the nail on the head. Silence must become one of your oldest and best friends if you want to hear God speak. Finding a quiet place where you can listen to God's voice is a real challenge. It's nearly impossible to find a place of total silence not polluted by sights and sounds that distract you. When Jesus lived on planet Earth, he went into the desert at night to pray. After spending years of living in the desert, I can see why Jesus prayed there. There is no better place to hear the voice of God because the distractions are so few. Whether you like it or not, your mind is an associating machine. When you hear a sound, your mind heads off in the direction of what you hear and associates it with dozens of other things. When you see something with your eyes, your mind heads off in the direction of what you're looking at. Between sights and sounds, there are enough distractions to keep your mind busy pursuing everything except God's voice. When your mind gallops one way and then another, it changes God's small voice of love out of your life. Your mind isn't naturally quiet. Your brain has trillions of neural connections specifically designed to associate every new input with what is already found inside your mind. If you try to listen to God speak while your thoughts rush to and fro, you will not hear much of what he has to say. When I go out into the desert at night and billions of galaxies fill the night sky with their dim light, I feel the presence of God more completely than when I'm in a cathedral. I can lay on my back, look at the stars, and hear God speak. I ask my questions, listen for answers, and get my priorities straight. I hear God telling me about his unconditional love. He reminds me that he is always at my side supporting me. He tells me that I am one of his children and that when he created me, he had a plan and a purpose for my life that is good for me and perfect for the type of person that I am.
I hear him say that he accepts me as I am, but he loves me too much to let me stay that way. He has a plan for my life that is better than anything I can imagine. All of these things happen after I become silent and listen. We spend too much time listening to what everyone else thinks and says about who we are and what we should do with our life. We get confused by all the conflicting opinions. Since we never become silent and listen for God's voice of love, we become disoriented and lose our way. Rather than listen to God's voice, we hire a pollster to take a survey to tell us what we should do. The sad truth is we don't have enough silence in our lives to be able to hear God speak. We pretend that we want God to come thundering into our lives, grab us by the scruff of the neck, and tell us how to live. We want everything to be immediately clear. We don't want to have to stop what we're doing, become silent, and listen. The God of unconditional love isn't pushy, and he isn't going to hit you over the head to get your attention and force you into a spiritual corner. God has sent many messengers, and his message is plain to see. His handwriting is already on the wall. He thundered his commandments on Mount Sinai. Nothing could be clearer than the Ten Commandments that he delivered to Moses, and nothing could be more ignored. God created a moral universe with laws written into your heart that remind you of his presence. He told you to love him with all your heart, with all your mind, and all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. The laws of the moral universe are clear and unchanging. God was not making suggestions when he made the Ten Commandments. He told the world in unequivocal terms the laws that govern the moral universe, and those laws are fulfilled when you love God with all your heart, mind, and strength. Obeying those laws keeps you from making tragic mistakes that ruin your life. They point you in the direction of having a relationship with Him based on love. Nevertheless, Ten Commandments aren't enough. When God gave those commandments, the people who heard him speak were thunderstruck by the awesome display of God dictating the terms of the moral universe. The commandments may get your attention and push your mind in the right direction, but tablets of stone and lightning and thunder will not give you a relationship with God that's based on love. Even with the Ten Commandments in your hands, it's still God's voice of love that transforms your heart and mind. To have a personal relationship with God and to have it grow and mature, you must become silent and listen. And you must do it every day for the rest of your life. When you stop listening, you start making bad choices. Without silence, you can't listen. And without listening, you miss out on what God has for your life. There is no limit to how good your life can become when you become silent and listen to what God has to say. One of the rules of fellowship with God is that it must be a daily thing. God fills your heart with enough love to last a lifetime, but you will forget it's there unless he reminds you of it every day. God's love is eternal and unconditional, and you can always count on it being there. Nevertheless, you have a short memory. The secondary activities of life easily distract your heart and mind from his love. You must become silent and be reminded of God's love and of the fact that He is your Father, or you will forget and your fellowship with Him will wither. Take time to listen each day. You will find that His voice of love has a lot to say.
Now I'm going to give you an affirmation that you can use to indelibly imprint the law of silence in your mind. This is the affirmation. God speaks all the time, but the only way I can hear him speak is to become silent and listen. It's impossible to have a relationship with God unless I talk with him and listen to what he has to say. When I stop listening, I start making bad choices. If I never become silent and listen, I will miss out on God's plan for my life. There is no limit to how good my life can become if I follow God's plan. God's love is eternal and unconditional. I can always count on it being there. Nevertheless, I have a short memory and must be reminded of it many times each day. Every day I must become silent and listen to God's voice of love.